the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. AM 970 presents I on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. And you're listening to Ion Real Estate. And I'm here with my co-host, Ace Blair Supar, who's the senior VP and the most knowledgeable guys in finance that I know. Um, and Stephen Ebert, who's our real estate specialist who just knows everything about real estate. And as I promised, and I'm so thrilled and lucky to have him on the show, I would like to uh, introduce Jay Parker, our Chief Executive Officer from Douglas Elliman, Florida Brokerage. Jay Philip Parker has served as the Chief Executive Officer of Douglas Elliman's Florida Brokerage since 2013. And he is responsible for the advancement of a leading provider of luxury real estate services across Florida. He has successfully grown Douglas Elliman's presence in markets from Miami to Jupiter to Palm Beach to St. Petersburg, with a total of 21 offices and more than 1,100 agents. Under Jay's leadership, Douglas Elman, Florida, marked a banner year in 2019 with $5.3 billion in total sales volume, which was up 12% over the prior year. Jay is here to talk about Florida and discuss the many aspects of Florida. And Jay... Welcome. I'm so glad you're on the show. I am in Florida myself, and everybody here is in from New York or someplace in the Northeast. And you are booming. Jay, do I hear you? Jay. I lost Jay. Jay is on. Do we lose Jay? I think we lost Jay for now, Dottie. Okay. Well, Jay will be back in two seconds. I guess he got cut off somehow. But I will tell you from my own experience, I met Jay as when we interviewed him. And we had some Florida real estate offices then that were doing nothing much. And then Howard Lorber said, I want you to meet this guy, Jay Parker. He seems incredible. I guess the moment I met him, the moment I met him, I knew he was a home run. And he has really taken Florida from, and I've watched it, from really 
nowhere to one of the leading brokerages in Florida. And he is just so knowledgeable and such a wonderful personality and has built a, a sales force for Douglas Elliman that's far to none. Now, Jay. Good morning. We don't hear him. Jay, hear I just gave you the biggest applaud and the biggest <laughs> welcome. And I am such a fan of yours. And I have watched what you've done to Florida from the day that you started in 2013 when I first met you. And, and I think Howard said, you got to meet this guy. He seems pretty good. <laughs> and he blew me away. Dottie, I just have to add, you know, I met Jay for a number of years now. He's a good buddy of mine. And I, I can tell you the hey. first time I saw him, he was just like out of, he, he was just like out of a movie. He's, he's like a yes. rock star, right? And I've seen him grow throughout the years in Florida. And I mean, he's done an unbelievable job down there. And I, I mean, we're in for a treat, Dottie. You know, I, I don't know about you, Dad, but I'm, I'm excited to have Jay on the show here today. So I'm so excited. And oh Jay, my God, you guys are what I just me, want, uh, we want to turn the show over to you. No, but it's the truth. What you've done to Florida, and I've watched it, okay? I've experienced what Florida was without you and what you've done to it and what you've brought to it and the incredible sales team that you've put together. And I happen to be in Florida now, and everyone I run into is like, oh, my God. Like, I think I want to be here. And I was looking up for rentals and Bob Beach. There was nothing even available. Jay, I'm yeah. turning the show over to you. Please tell us. Tell us what you've done. Uh, tell us about what's going on in Florida. And, of course, Florida is big, so there's many different areas. Give us your read on everything. We just want to hear from you. Sure. Well, well good morning, Kat. Uh, good morning, Dottie. Good morning. It is such a pleasure, really. Uh, it's nostalgic for me to be a part of your show because I know, number one, to be alongside you, Dottie, anywhere, anytime is just a true honor. Uh, to have Ace on this conversation just makes it feel like home to me. Uh, but mostly, I know how many people listen to you, Dottie, on a regular basis and really look for your advice, and, and as have I over the many years we've been working together. Uh, and I can tell you, it's... Um, it's sort of a bittersweet story in, in Florida these days. You know, we have we have seen a market genuinely reconstitute itself, um, an entire evolution of a real estate market from what many of us would recognize as the the sunshine state for second home buyers, uh, vacation destinations, um, really, you know, places like Miami Beach changing from sort of the nightclub scene to the most sophisticated luxury residential market, uh, definitely in one of the top in the, in the country, places like the island of Palm Beach becoming uh, probably one of the most coveted residential destinations in the world, if not the most coveted. Um, all of this uh, initiating at a time that started with tax reform um, a, a few years ago, but really materially changing um, uh, since the you know, uh, unfortunate circumstances with COVID-19. Um, and, you know, I think it's an interesting story to talk about. We, we started off the year 2020 anticipating continued growth. Uh, I would tell people then that I felt that we were experiencing a slow drip of wealth transfer um, from really the Northeast uh, and some other parts of the country. Uh, we saw a real softening of the Latin American markets, but that only enhanced uh, the strength of, frankly, Douglas Elliman with our very, very unique strength domestically. 
Um, but we knew also that the, the lack of foreign investment, which was really more flight capital um, than it was permanent residents or second home buyers, would be replaced and frankly even more healthily replaced uh, by the domestic buyers because they were coming to either plan for relocation, um, plan for retirement, um, or, or ultimately move their families here. When March hit, um, in all the fear that we were all facing, uh, we saw a, a stage of different frenzies. The first thing that we saw was an absolute uh, frenzy in the rental markets. Anyone that was living in a high-rise building, whether it be New York City, Chicago, Boston, you name it, uh, they wanted to control their environments. They wanted to get out of the cold weather uh, in a place where they were confined to uh, a, a condo or an apartment, and they wanted to be somewhere where they could be outdoors, uh, where they could swim in a swimming pool, where they could walk their dog in the street. And, you know, it's interesting. I, I remember in March thinking to myself, you know, uh, I've never seen a string of days more beautiful than that period of time. And maybe it's because we were all sitting in our homes, looking outside, uh, trying to figure out how to make sense of the chaos that we were experiencing and the tragedy and, and adversity many people were facing. But it also was just genuinely one of the prettiest, most beautiful periods of weather we've ever experienced. And as I walked my neighborhood in Miami with, with my neighbors on a regular basis, standing, you know, 12 feet apart and wearing masks, it reminded me of being a kid. Um, you know, I'm, I'm 47 years old, and I remember as a child that I used to walk my dogs in the street. I saw people riding bicycles on a regular basis. Neighbors would, would take strolls. But it seems like the world's gotten so busy that many of those sort of niceties that I experienced, you know, growing up were kind of eliminated. You know, people in the street would be on cell phones constantly. They would have earbuds in their ears. And all that seemed to kind of renew itself. And we sort of seemed to appreciate what life really was all about. Well, I can tell you there's no better place to be than South Florida in the, in the spring um, when, when, when it's you know, 75 degrees and the sun is shining every day. So that frenzy um, really was explosive. And it didn't matter which part of our state you were in, whether it's the tip of a market that we cover, an incredible place called Punta Vidra up near Jacksonville, all the way across the state in St. Petersburg or Tampa, um, or really from Jupiter Island or Vero Beach in the north end of, of southern Florida, uh, down through Palm Beach, Delray, Boca Raton, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Miami, Miami Beach, Coral Gables. Every single pocket of our market was being bombarded by requests for rentals. Um, and very, very quickly, the rental market became extremely tight. Uh, we were hearing comments from our clients, you know, my, my budget is X, whatever that budget was, and it could be 5000 a month to 150000 a month. And very quickly, the conversation went to, okay, well, what could I get if I doubled my budget? Uh, because there was simply nothing available. Um, people that were living in their homes uh, quickly became aware of the opportunity to rent at, at astronomical prices, and they jumped on the bandwagon. But notwithstanding um, all that activity, uh, it really didn't start to materialize into this mature, into this significant transformation until probably um, mid-April, May, and then certainly into June, where people realized that they could work from anywhere, um, where people realized that South Florida, and in fact, many parts of Florida beyond the markets we traditionally cover, uh, could provide a very soft and very um, lifestyle-based uh, opportunistic landing. And so many of those tenants um, immediately began their search for homes. 
single-family home market in, in, in every single market that we cover was just extraordinarily uh, exciting and, and, and inventory was flying off the shelves. And just to give you a sense, I'll, I'll give you some specifics. Um, one of the things that we started covering at Douglas Elliman, which I think is probably the most relevant report I've ever seen us produce, is called our new signed contracts report. And unlike the very valuable quarterly reports that we produce every quarter with Jonathan Miller from Miller Samuels, the quarterly reports is really yesterday's paper. Uh, you might be interested in reading it, but it's really talking about what happened in the past and not what the future looks like. And what's interesting about the signed contracts report, it sort of gives you a very accurate and relevant picture into the future. What's going to happen in the market? How many closings are we going to have? And are people really reacting? Are people really doing what we hear about every day? And I can tell you that if you look at just the signed contract report telling us how many contracts were actually signed in each of our markets in both the single family home space and in the condo space, to give you a picture, in Palm Beach County, New signed contracts for single-family homes rose annually at their highest rate since the beginning of the pandemic. They more than doubled from year-ago levels. Condo new signed contracts continue to rise at a higher rate than single-family homes since September, with greater growth, and this is the core, at the upper price tranches, which, by the way, is a real opportunity for the listeners. If they're not in the upper price tranches, there's still opportunities all through the middle of the market. New inventory for both property types, condos and single-family homes, has been falling since October. We're just simply unable to keep the pace with the, with the gains in new contracts. So to give you a sense, overall in Palm Beach County, single-family home contracts from last January to this January, over 100% increase. Most notably, if you look at single-family homes over a million dollars, a 303% increase. So I can assure you, wow. as it relates to single-family homes, Dottie and Ace, the prices are still not where they're going to be. The number of signed contracts is through the roof. And by the way, if you look at inventory and single-family homes, down 30%. So, and then the condos, over a million dollars in condos, listen to this, a 690% increase in new condo signed contracts which, by the way, I'll come to that. I'll, I'll, we stopped the story at where things are in single-family homes, but I'm going to tell you about condos. The same thing, by the way, if you look at the overall condo market in Palm Beach County, 133% increase in signed contracts year over year. And by the way, listings, new inventory coming to the market, the same thing, almost 30% less listings than we had a year ago. And we can look at Broward County. I'll give wow. you the highlights. You know, 28% increase in single-family home contracts, 31% decrease in inventory. Condos, 60% more contracts signed in January over January, and a 24% decrease in inventory. And lastly, Miami, which really has done so extraordinarily well that you're seeing a little bit of a different matrix here. Um, signed contracts were slightly down in the in single-family home space. But interestingly, in the luxury sector, over a million dollars, 156% increase in new signed contracts and a 44% decrease in single-family home listings. The same thing in condos, 224% increase in new condo contracts in January versus last January, 
and, and this is where there's an opportunity. A 30% increase in new listings in the condo space. So what happened in condos? People were so scared, as they should be, and so unsure of what the pandemic meant for living in a vertical residence that everybody paused. They didn't know whether they'd be safe. They didn't know how to get onto an elevator. They didn't know if they could open a shared door. They didn't know if they could valet park their car. Well, all of our condo owners and management companies and developers, they quickly reacted. They made it safe. They engaged in so many really aggressive protocols that as the single family home market surged and the inventory started to decrease, condos became once again a very viable alternative. And what we have seen in the last few months in the condo market has mimicked what we saw in the single family home market previous in the pandemic and with tax reform. So what I can tell you is the number one thing to do today in this market is sign a contract. Don't wait. Don't worry. Your deal is going to be tomorrow when you sign the contract today because prices are legitimately just starting to rise. And when someone says to me, I'm looking for a deal, I will tell them, find the property you want and buy it. And I'll give you examples. People are trying, are struggling because the comps and ACE, you can appreciate this. The deals that are closing today are, are from 45 or 60 days ago. The market is so strong that people are having trouble justifying the increase in pricing because they haven't yet seen yeah. the closings that have occurred over the last 30 or 45 days. Um, we literally have clients that are offering above ask. We have other clients that are telling us, you know, if we listed our home today for $500,000 or a million dollars or $20 million, whatever the price point, they're telling us two, two weeks later, raise the price because I'm concerned I'm going to get a full asking price and I'm going to be forced to accept it. Um, so the market is as vibrant as I have ever seen it with a very important distinction to the traditional boom-bust cycles that South Florida in particular has been known for. The people that are buying here now are going to be living here. They're moving their families. They're moving their businesses. We've seen Goldman Sachs. We've seen so many Silicon Valley technology companies. We've seen major, major institutions relocating to South Florida, bringing hundreds of their employees. And what does that do? It feeds every element of our economy. So while, we, while, our, while other parts of the country are suffering, unfortunately, and I, and I, and I feel their pain, and I, I wish we could do more to help all of our, 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 our countries, businesses, residents, I can tell you that what's happening here is every element is benefiting. The schools are growing. The hospitals are improving. The restaurants are expanding. The every element of our communities are continuing to grow, and it's creating jobs. Our unemployment rate is down to like a six percent, where other parts of the country are eight and nine. Wow! Um, in, in, wow. in this pandemic, and by the way, our tourism suffered. So it's not like everything is rosy. You know, it's been difficult to travel. Uh, typical snowbirds from markets like Toronto, where I'm from, they can't come here. They can't fly here. So parts of our economy have been hit while others have just flourished. And, and I can tell you that that massive shift in the demographic of the buyer being a second home, a third home, an investment buyer to a primary buyer is going to give us the strength to maintain this upward trajectory and the, and the velocity of our market. So I think we've shifted very powerfully to a sustainable market. And I think that's genuinely an opportunity. We have a commercial, Jay. We have a commercial. Would you just hold on and 
catch that thought right after we take a few seconds out, a few minutes out for a quick commercial. We'll continue with the Florida market and Jay Parker. It's amazing. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Welcome to Jay Parker, CEO of Douglas Elliman in Florida, which is cool. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. My friends over at 22 Toyota want me to remind you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, get over to the state-of-the-art service facility in Hillside, New Jersey, please. Alex Kinsella has the entire team staying safe, wearing masks, socially distancing, fogging vehicles with every single service to make sure they're disinfected. At Route 22 Toyota, they always get it right. They're doing their part to stay safe. Plus, right now, Route 22 Toyota is offering qualified buyers more reasons than ever to get into a new Toyota, like 0% APR financing up to five years and zero down leases on some of your favorite Toyota models. Call 855-621-9949 for details and make sure to tell them Joe sent you. 855-621-9949 to schedule a test drive and Route 22 Toyota will get you driving a new Toyota with 0% interest or zero down leases. Now that is the smart way to buy. Route 22 Toyota, Route 22 West in Hillside, New Jersey or at Route 22 Toyota have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish, or Russian, but thought it would be too difficult and time-consuming? Then go to Babbel.com and try it for free. Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you will actually use. In 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel uses a modern conversation-based technique that makes language engaging, fun, and memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then, sentences gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. Babbel is created by language experts who use the space repetition method to help you learn quickly and remember what you learned. With Babbel, you can speak a new language. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Buying a home requires a lending partner who can help you navigate through the mortgage process. A Citizens Bank loan officer can help answer all your questions and help you select the products you need in a clear and personal way. So the next time you have a question about home financing, call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm here with Ace Water Tupac, our financial expert, Stephen Ebert, our legal counsel, and myself, and our special guest, 
the CEO of Douglas Elliman in Florida, Jay Parker. And we're just talking about the Florida market and how it's booming. And I'm here and it's like, I'm here almost every year for at least a week or two. And I can't even believe what's going on. Um, let me ask you, Jay. Now, obviously people fled because of the pandemic, but let's look past the pandemic. Let's hopefully with this vaccine, um, hopefully things will start to get better maybe in the summer. I'm sure it's another year or so away, but what happens after the pandemic? Do you think this is a phase or do you think this is going to be you know, gr- a Daddy, continuing it's a great trend? Yeah, it's, I firmly believe that this is a, a momentous shift in the dynamic of the Florida market. I think that so many people have realized that they don't need to wait until they retire to enjoy a lifestyle, a quality of living, our beautiful beaches, uh, and all that has been done to further fortify the quality of living in this market. Um, you know, whether it's uh, a young entrepreneur that has been given the flexibility to work from anywhere, um, whether it's a business that has decided to relocate their headquarters or a division of their company to this market, uh, whether it's a company in Silicon Valley that is leaving a market that is anti-business and moving to a market that is super hyped up and pro-business, welcoming these businesses with open arms and creating incentives for them to be here, or whether it's just a, a family that's an empty nester or a retiree that's saying, hey, look, you know, the market, thankfully, in, in many of our markets, Long Island and the Hamptons, and frankly, New York is coming back, you know, with the, with the markets being strong, let's get out now and let's start enjoying the life we've always, uh, you know, wanted to aspire for. And so I believe that this is a material change in the constitution of the residential market in South Florida. I might, by, by, by the way, I, I have to stop saying South Florida because Douglas Elliman has expanded into northern Florida and I can tell you that we're seeing the exact same thing there. Um, it's remarkable, Dottie. It's, it's just, it's so exciting because there's so many options for, for buyers. You know, the, there, there are those that want the, the excitement, the energy, and the mo- mo- movement of Miami or Miami Beach or Fort Lauderdale. Um, the, 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 the shift in the West Palm Beach and Palm Beach market has been extraordinary on so many levels. We're seeing you know, a major shift off of the island in Palm Beach because there's simply no inventory there into the West Palm Beach corridor. Um, nice. We have a really, really exciting project in, uh, in Pompano. Sorry to cut you off, Dottie. In Pompano Beach where, you know, the pricing is, is unheard of. It's a project called Solimar with Related as a developer, a real trailblazer in the opportunity of, of, of living in, in South Florida. They, they've always identified and developed before other developers and the price points are fantastic about starting at about a million dollars. Um, it's, it's remarkable. So to answer your question, I, I really believe if you have your eye on, on Florida, um, it's time to be speaking with a real estate professional in this market to understand the options and really make a move and, and enjoy this, this, what I believe to be a market that's going to continue to escalate value and, and really have, have inventory challenges. You know, Jay, I, as I said, I've been coming here for a while. And what I've noticed this year, you know, and again, going back when I was young, everyone goes, oh, Florida, it's for the old, you know, and I, I kind of, it is so young. It is so vibrant. And I think what's happened is I think that the trends 
um, that some of the trends like that were expedited by the virus. Uh, because yeah. if you think about it, baby boomers always went to work. They went to work every single day of the week. That's all they knew. Millennials never really wanted to do that if they didn't have. They wanted to kind of, you know, have family time, work from their home, work in the, you know, obviously still go to the office. And because people don't have to be in the office so much anymore, um, and because of the internet and all of our, you know, technology achievements, you can work from anywhere. And when I'm yep. in, like, all the restaurants are in, like, I felt like I was in another world. All the restaurants were open. People were outside wearing masks. They were cautious. Um, but so many people have said to me, Daddy, find me something here now. I think yes. this is where I want to be. And of course, I'm not, of course, disparaging New York. There's no place like New York City. But I think people are trying to have the best of both. And you have very favorable tax laws. You want to go some, through some of them and maybe some of the steps you and Stephen can say, if you want to become a resident, it's not that easy. They do check, so you can't play games. On some of the advantages with the tax law and the Homestead sure. Act and some of the, um, because New York, and, and you know, we, I'm on the board of uh, governors at Rebney and real estate board. And we had a meeting with Governor Cuomo. And by the way, I don't know if you've noticed this on the internet, Jay, but there's a picture of Governor Cuomo and it says, uh, realtor Florida's of the year. Realtor of the year. <laughs> yep. Okay. Because yep. so many people from the East Coast are coming here. But usually when they're looking at, you know, the city needs to raise money, they always do it by raising real estate. And we're the highest real estate tax in, in the country. So there's such an advantage. So do you want to go through just the differences sure. in, in taxes sure. well, that maybe Stephen, like what is... are the things you have to do to become a resident? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, first of all, I always encourage and, and let me first say, I totally agree with you. I have all faith and confidence in New York and frankly, many of the markets that have been hit hard from both the pandemic and, you know, high state income taxes. It's, it's, I have faith in our country. I have faith in these markets. And frankly, I think anybody that can is going to start looking at opportunistic buys because we all know that New York is strong and where we're bound. Uh, and we're already seeing it, frankly. Um, but, you know, look, Number one, and you hit the nail on the head, Dottie, becoming a Florida resident means you have to become a Florida resident. You cannot, you know, straddle uh, New York City and, and Florida. You will get audited and you will get caught and you will be paying taxes in New York. Um, if you want to become a Florida resident, you need to, number one, sell your property if it's a significant property in the Northeast and buy a property in Florida. You can't have... A, a major property in New York and then a small little pied-a-terre and say that this is where you live because the city, the state of New York is going to say, what are you talking about? Why do you have your, you know, five bedroom home in Long Island, in the city or the five, the five bedroom apartment and your little you know, studio in Palm beach. That doesn't work. You need to get a license here. Uh, you need to take all the necessary steps to show that you're going to spend the majority of your time living in the state of Florida. Um, you, you ultimately, it's crazy. One of the things Howard says, and I hate to bring it up, but you need to have, a, if you, if you, don't, you don't have a burial plot in New York and have a, uh, you're living in Florida. I mean, all of the elements of ownership in the state of Florida should combine to make you a resident in the state of Florida. Um, and, and, and frankly, depending on what you do and who you are, 
Um, there's a lot that can be done in addition to that, potentially changing your cell phone number to a Florida cell phone. Um, essentially, the, the easy way to look at it is if you're trying to be a resident in the state of Florida and you're really moving to the state of Florida, you're going to meet the requirements. If you're planning to kind of hopscotch back and forth and maybe spend three, four months here when it's really cold in the Northeast, it's not going to work. But if it does work, and if you get it, I recommend, depending on your, you know, your economic level, um, if, it's, if you're a high net worth individual, you should probably consult with a tax lawyer and follow their guidance on how to properly transition your, your homestead. But assuming you follow those guidelines, what are some of the benefits? I mean, number one, um, you don't pay any state income tax here. So you're only subject to federal income tax. And for many, that's a huge, huge number. Um, but how do they make up for that? Our real estate taxes are approximately 2% of the value of the real estate, which sounds like a big number. You buy a property for a million dollars, you're paying approximately $20,000 a year in real estate taxes. The difference is you can homestead that property, which means that if you live in a property and it's your primary residence, you can file what's called a notice of homestead. Now there's two components to that, that protection or that mechanism. The first is you get creditor protection. And in order to get creditor protection, you need to also file other documentation. And again, I encourage you to consult a lawyer. But that's really not what most people do it for. Most people file homestead. It's a very simple filing that you get with your tax bill every year, your real estate tax bill. It's to lock in the value of your real estate so that it cannot increase by more than 3% per year. So you see in Florida right now in today's market. So let me okay. ask you a question. So if you get the you locked into the Homestead Act, your property taxes then cannot increase more than three percent. Correct. 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 So imagine that the property is you buy it today, and and in five years it's you know it's worth five million dollars. You're probably going to be facing a tax value of somewhere around one point two million dollars. Um, so you see today homes that are trading for $10 million that have a tax base of $500,000 because the people have owned it for 10 years or 20 years. Um, and so it's a very significant savings on an annual basis, and it continues to accrue to your benefit. And now the state of Florida allows you what's called portability. So you can transfer the value of your homestead into another property based upon a calculation of what the new property costs and what your old basis was in your original property. You don't get the 100% benefit, but you are able to get a material benefit, which encourages transactions and allows people to increase the value of their homestead uh, over time. So essentially, we have a really good mechanism to protect us. We're coming to a commercial, but when we come back, Jay, I'd like you to talk about who, who do you feel, who's moving to Florida, and what are some of the differences, and I, you know, with parts of Florida, like somebody lives in Delaware, somebody lives in Poppins, somebody Hi, I'm Valerie Smaldone, host of Bagels and Broadway, Sunday at 2. On this week's show, data on when performance venues in our area and around the country are expecting to open up. Dance scholar and choreographer Melanie George on a new exhibit featuring black dancers with the Al Hirschfeld Foundation. 
composer-lyricist Rona Siddiqui talking about a new hip-hop musical based on Cinderella and unique Valentine's gifts. It's Bagels and Broadway with Valerie Smaldone, Sunday at 2. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. This year marks 20 years since America's Darkest Day, September 11, 2001. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's frontline heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family stability. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. Our nation's heroes, people who are willing to die for you and me, need your help. Please join Tunnel to Towers on their mission to do good and help these heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. That's T2T.org. Thank you. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Queen, now $17.99. Plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo for Pat Lafreda Meat Purveyors. You know they supply many of New York and New Jersey's finest restaurants? Yes, like 1,600 of those restaurants. Now you can get the same high-quality selection of meats for your most important customer, your own family. Lafreda deals in only premium 100% black Angus cattle raised and grazed in the United States. Their only focus is meat. You won't find any frozen side dishes or any gimmicks here. Offering every kind of meat and every cut like a tomahawk bone-in ribeye porterhouse center cut filet just to name a few supplying only the highest quality beef pork lamb veal poultry and america's best burger chop meat blends shipped overnight cut the night you place your order and always fresh never frozen order online please at lafreda.com l-a-f-r-i-e-d-a lafreda.com It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate, and I have the CEO of Douglas Elements in Florida talking about Florida, which is booming. But before he continues, Jay, I, I have a question from Mary for you on Florida. Mary? Thanks for calling Iron Real Estate. Are you on the line? Uh, yes. Hi. Hi, Hi Mary. Can you- Hi. How Hi. are you? We can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, yes, I have a question. Um, my dad has a, a condo in uh, Dania, which is like five minutes, you know, outside of Fort Lauderdale. Um, it's an over 55 um uh, condo and he's in assisted living and we're trying to uh, figure out if we should sell it. Um, it does need work, fix it up and rent it. Uh, so I don't really know too much about the area. I know it's not, you know, one of the, you know, higher priced areas, but do you have any information on that? Well, I don't know the neighborhood specifically. 
Um, but I would tell you that there is a renewed demand for age-restricted community, communities because they provide a, a comfortable environment for people to be able to generate a new network, a new circle of friends. Um, I would, what I would recommend you do is potentially, typically the, um, these types of communities have like agents that specialize in that specific community. I always think it's good to start with one of them um, and find mm -hmm. out what their recommendation is. Um, obviously, depending on how many units are available in the community, um, it might make sense to consider you know, doing a little bit of work to it, some cosmetic work. Um, but to, mm -hmm. I need to know a little bit more about you know, how many bedrooms, what the price is um, to evaluate it. But I would tell you, I would, I would expect that just like the rest of the market, the demand is higher than ever. Um, and is only going to get better in time. So it depends how, how it's being used, um, what your intention is uh, for the long term. But there's no doubt in my mind that Indania is, is, is going to continue to see the same type of increase in value and demand for its product. Um, you know, we need to look at, you know, is it inland? What's the surrounding community? But I would tell you overall, very little, very, very few places in Florida that aren't seeing uh, increases in value. Right. I know there was um, a couple of um, big projects going on, you know, not too far from there. Um, he was right next to where the Dania, the highlight was. Um, sure. Sure. So, uh, you know, I know that um, it's actually, you know, like I said, it's not like one of the top areas, but in general, you know, the market for rentals um, in most areas is up, you would say, or. Um, Absolutely. 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 I mean, something simple. And there's, you know, there's some really basic cosmetic things that can be done. Um, is your dad living there? No, he's in assisted living now. And he, you know, oh, he doesn't. Living. Yeah, so he's so, not coming I mean, back. To yeah, I mean, it's probably, I mean, look, the easy solution is rent it right away if you can. Um, there's people mm -hmm. that are really de desperate to get into those types of communities because they are so in warm and, and inviting, um, as opposed to somebody right. just renting in a, in a building where you never know who lives there. The constitution of the ownership could be very different from one building to another. So, I mean, 55 seems mm -hmm. pretty low, pretty young to me these days. Um, and so there's a yeah. lot of people that I think will be very anxious to um, find themselves in a place where they could rent uh, in this environment. Rentals are a real challenge. Um, so I'm happy to, you know, connect you with a realtor, um, but I would encourage you because those communities are so hyper specific. Um, I would encourage you to ask, you know, potentially the building president or the manager uh, who they recommend, yeah. at least to get a mm -hmm. first impression. Um, and then obviously right. you can always email me. It's my email is jay.parker at, at Elliman. And I'm happy to find out who someone we have is an expert in the Dania Beach or Dania region. And I give you a second opinion uh, and see if we could help you out. But definitely, you know, try to get it rented right away because the demand is extraordinary. And you might find that you get somebody for the rest of the season uh, that plans right. to, you know, they're here now. They plan to go back. Um, and then maybe you could use some of that money to put in some, some a little upgrade, maybe some kitchen or bathroom work. Um, and I'm happy yeah. to help you find someone to do that. Right. Thank you. Yeah, it's just been difficult just going down there, you know, with everything going on, just to see what's going to sure. see him and to see the property, you know. So um, I just figured, let me just, you know, ask the question and see what your views were. And well, uh, I would add, 
that any realtor that you speak to should have the capabilities of either doing a FaceTime call with you um, or sending you a video just to give you an immediate look at what, you know, what's going on. Make sure that the air conditioning is on in the unit. Uh, we've had some beautiful weather here, but you don't want the property to get molded because the air conditioning's off. Um, you know, potentially have a friend go in and you know, just keep an eye on it. Make sure that there's nothing leaking yeah. and you know, do the basics, flush the toilets, keep it, keep it moving. Right. Um, yeah. And then, of course, yeah. like I said, email me. I'm happy to get you one of our professional realtors um, to just give you an opinion. Right. Okay, Jay. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thanks for calling and, in. And by the way, we will, we will um, add Jay's contact information or someone from um, Douglas Elliman in Florida to our Facebook page on Ion Real Estate. So therefore, if you didn't get, if you need a question, it'll go directly to them. Um, I want to ask you another question, Jay. I had a friend who uh, found an apartment, I think it was somewhere, I have a feeling it was West Palm Beach, I, I, I think. That was a beautiful apartment. I think it was going for uh, a million three or something of that. It looked like it was on the water. And it had a clause in it that you could rent this one time in five years. So oh, I, boy. my friend's like, well, that's not for me. And I'm, I'm like, well, I think that's a good thing unless you plan on renting it. Could you talk about that and what the pluses and sure. minuses are about it? Where yeah, I mean, look, there are restrictions where. Yeah, it's very important. You know, obviously, and I'm sure most of the listeners know this, but you know, it really does make sense to take a review of your condominium declaration documents before you buy anywhere, because the rules are very, very different from one building to another. Uh, I agree with you, Dottie. In my personal opinion, I like rental restrictions if I'm going to live there because it provides for a much more, um, you know, limited uh, transition in, in the building. People seem to care a little bit more when they're owners versus short-term renters. Um, you know, a short-term tenant, you are having a really beautiful time here in Florida, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, a bunch of college students move in next to you and decide they want to have parties all night, um, and they're in and out in, in, in 60 days, and, you know, in, uh, I'm not being stereotypical, but maybe they do some damage to the elevators or they have big parties, um, so generally speaking, if there is reasonable rent restrictions, and more commonly we see a big a luxury building would say no more than one rental per year or potentially two rentals per year. Uh, and that's really what, for the long-term sort of integrity of the building and the harmony of your you know, quiet enjoyment, uh, we like to see some type of rental restriction. Um, if there is a rental restriction as severe as once every five years, that could impact value. Uh, because there are circumstances, as I guess our listener Barbara just said, where, you know, you, you end up with a vacancy and you don't want to necessarily rent it for a long term, but you might want to do annual leases to capture some revenue during a period of time that you haven't decided to sell it or, or that you just want to keep it. So generally, it's a balancing between, you know, how many times a year do you think is reasonable to be able to have, you know, transitional owners in a building uh, versus, you know, how, how long a period of time do you want to be restricted from renting? I think normally no more than every once every six months or once a year is sort of a standard that we feel comfortable with. Um, and I would, I would definitely be sure to look at that, you know, number of times per year that you can rent. Some buildings don't allow it at all. Um, and it just depends on what you're looking for. Right. But it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you need to kind of, if you're going into a building, read all that stuff. Um, and then look at your circumstances. I personally, Absolutely. if I go back to when we had that whole um, 
well, we had that whole financial mess, which was like 2007, 2008. You know, buildings in New York, you just can't rent. And so you don't want a transient building. So as long as their restrictions are moderate, like, you know, they're not like once every five years, I think it's almost better for your long-term value. That's just my opinion. Also, I, I have a question you. from a, I just got texted a, an email from a question from a listener who said, Jay, is there any places that you would recommend um, that you see are very up and coming in South Florida? Absolutely. I mean, look, I think, I, I think, as I said before, I think every single market is opportunistic right now because there's so much demand. But if you want to look for areas that I think there's going to be material increase in pricing, uh, and there's still the price points are opportunistic. Uh, Pompano Beach is very exciting. West Palm Beach has pockets that are exciting. Uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, and the Tampa market, very, very exciting because, it, it, believe it or not, and you know, I have to say this because I've got an office there and I'm a Go Bucks fan for the Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, we just want to see our Tampa continue to shine in the spotlight. But you ask nine out of ten we people in New Tampa. York. <laughs> yes, nine out of ten people, if they've heard of uh, St. Petersburg, and they usually think it's somewhere in another country. Um, St. Petersburg is a beautiful beachfront, waterfront destination with extraordinary value. I mean, I looked at a magnificent, magnificent penthouse apartment uh, the other day. Um, and listen, it's a penthouse apartment in a 17-unit building, luxury building, with private car garages, and it was $800 a foot. And that's top of the market. Um, and so you can find all kinds of wow. opportunities there. And if I look at the developers going into that market, and if I really look at the quality of life, they just completed a mile-long brand-new pier with restaurants and trolley cars and art ex ex exhibits so if i look at where that market is today and i had to guess to where it would be in the future i think you could double your money very quickly and enjoy a very very beautiful quality of life so you know listen i think the market's going up in in all regions but the price points get much higher as you look at places like palm beach and Fort lauderdale west palm hey, jay you know we're coming to the end Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.